Hello and welcome to the Spooky Chris Podcast. My name is Chris Ringler. I am the aforementioned Spooky Chris, uh, author, ne'er-do-well from mid-Michigan. Hopefully you found this via my website, SpookyChris.com, where you can find all my blogs and stories and books for sale and blah, blah, blah. If you didn't, if you found it through a podcast app or something, awesome, welcome aboard. Uh, these are my short-form rants and <laughs> podcasts of oddness that I do occasionally on an occasional sort of a schedule. Uh, <clears throat> I figured this time, so recently, so once upon a time, <laughs> once upon a time, I'd gotten um, Chris Lake Memories, a, a huge compendium, um, exhaustive uh, compendium about the Friday 13th series uh, of, of horror films. And I'd gotten that, I, I got like a, an ebook, and I've been slowly going through it, because as I say, it's exhaustive. But I uh, had been reading it again recently, and I was like, you know, I, I have, and I have multiple copies. I, you know, I've had Friday the 13th movies, you know, taped on, you know, VHS tape. I had two different versions on, on I had another box set, and then individually on DVD, and I was like, It'd be cool to have them on Blu-ray, like, and actually have them looking pretty and such. As pretty as they would look. So I recently got, like, that and the Nightmare on Street series on blue, and then, like, kind of, like, basically all of the films in both series, I thought. And I was all excited. I'm like, yeah! So I started watching the, the, the Friday 13th movie. The first one looks great on blue. Like, it's really, really good, and then the movies kind of start going picture-wise, a little downhill. So I'm dumb, which is nothing new, and hadn't noticed it's the first, the newest set, because there's been lots in that. Friday 13th is similar to if you're again if you're a horror fan to the Evil Dead films, and that there've been lots of releases. Um, except Friday 13th are more cash grabs. Um, there's not anything really new ever created. They're just hey look it's a different package. Hey look it's the original art. Hey, it's a shell game. We just don't care. And uh. So I got I got this Blu-ray set, and uh, they basically poured it over the DVD set I'd had before, minus uh, Jason Goes to Hell and Friday Thirteenth Ten. And again, if you're not a fan, you're all, you're you're like, oh my god, who cares? Who cares? Why aren't you watching? Blah blah blah. I, you know what? This is my thing. So just back off, Jack. Back off. <coughs> I am I am died in the wall horror fan. I saw Friday Thirteenth. Not that I remember more than the end, but um, at the drive-in when I was six, um, I, I went with my cousins or something and my sister and and uh, saw it and probably shouldn't have, but you know it's so I Friday has means something to me. So I'm bummed out that it's just another retread set and it's not even all the movies, and it got me thinking. It's just like it's weird the disrespect that horror films get we're finally because of boutique labels we're finally getting some of the respect we deserve like you have um, Arrow and Scream Factory and Blue Underground and Synapse and, and oh gosh I'm trying to think there's like you know a bunch of these underground small labels that are, are boutique labels that are putting out not even just the classic horror films but like super cult films and super why do people like them films and it's great even the the ones that are dodgy, it's great because they're fans. They're fans that have been wanting these. Uh, and horror fans for a long time got short shrift. Uh, 
you know. And it's weird because, you know, horror films don't make the money that, you know, the big action, like the, the Marvel kind of things, like those, or Star Wars. But those are rare when you think of, like, there's not, like, a lot of John Wick merch. Um, there's not a lot of, um, gosh, trying to think of action, uh, uh, Fast and Furious merch. Um, you know, there's a little bit more of it now because of the, the change in in nerddom. But there isn't there isn't really the interest as much as there is in horror and sci-fi and fantasy and stuff and horror especially you know especially because we're all you know basically big kids and most of us didn't have this when we were growing up we didn't get to wear shirts with Jason we didn't get to wear you know or buy figures of Freddy that looked decent and weren't like weirdo uh, uh, uh mumbling molly dolls that, that would give you weird phrases or, or, you know, like they had stuff, but it was weird. It was the kind of the, the beginnings with Freddy. So we finally have all this merch. And so horror makes a lot of money, and it's weird because it makes kind of secondary money where it may not make money at the box office generally. It makes it up at home, you know, on home video, um, in rentals, in uh, sales, and in merch, like merch, like crazy and it makes me laugh in a sad, bitter way. That Friday 13th, the series has kind of been given such a bum deal. Because it was cool. Like, Nairn Elm Street had the, the luck to have a creator in Wes Craven that kind of kept his eye on things um, and and kind of still in the background was shepherding things. Like, he, he was never actively involved as much, but he still kind of kept his his interest in it, and the studio stayed interested. I mean, they knew where the money was. Paramount and Friday 13, Paramount never cared. It was a cash cow, and they milked it till they thought it was dry, and then they sold it. And then New Line got it, and we're like, shoot, we can get some more milk out of this thing if we do it right. And the thing is that, like, it's weird. So the Nightmare on Elm Street movies are, like, have their box set, and they actually, like, did a nice job on everything. Halloween, uh... Screen Factory did an incredible job. Uh, only thing I can think that's missing is that weirdo extra footage um, that was found a few years ago that's like B-roll and all this odd stuff. And that's just a, an, a, an issue of rights where the guy who found it wanted some kind of pay for it and the people in charge were like, nah, we're good. So, Friday 13th of the big ones, like there hasn't ever been a... a Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Master box, which again is weird. Um, I think it's because there's so many studios involved, but it's. I mean, and frankly, like there's some. Well, I don't know. If there's some dodgy entries in that, but I mean, there's dodgy entries in most of these. But it's weird that so you look at Friday Thirteenth and Texas Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw never was as popular as Friday, but like it's weird that they don't have proper box sets and. Friday 13th really is crazy because all of the movies had stuff cut which all of that footage is pretty much considered lost um, but for up until recently a lot of these people were alive they could have done interviews there's Crystal Lake memories like they did a uh, there's a book but they also did like a like a movie version you know like a documentary of it like you could include that like there's so much stuff you could do a super nice respectful job on a series that has made Paramount and New Line a lot of money and there's got to be a way to make it work um, the dumb thing with Friday 13th is that it's caught up in a rights issue 
with the original writer and the creator, you know. Um, so that's been going on for God, a couple of years now. So that's a big problem. But it's just it's funny that a lot of it seems like if people would write checks and swallow pride, everyone could make money. But it never is as easy as that. Like, because egos get involved and it's frustrating as a fan. And it makes me mad because I feel like the Friday 13th movies can look better than they do. Like, someone could actually go in. Like, older movies they've done more with than anyone ever bothered with Friday 13th movies. It's just, it's, and it's a bummer. And it's frustrating as a fan. And again, this is, you know, small potatoes. Not like the end of the world. But I, it, it is part of horror history. I and mean, it, it is it is foundational stuff for a subgenre. Like, it's, you know, when you think of slasher movies, you think Friday the 13th. Like, you don't think of Black Christmas, you don't think of Twitch of the Death Nerve, you think of Friday the 13th. <clears throat> so it's a drag that that series is kind of run through the mud. And it's funny how people look down on it and talk trash on it, but it made a ton of money. People, like, know who Jason is. They know the shtick. They know the hockey mask. Um, I don't know. People are funny. Um, it may be a better communal movie, um, but people still know it, and they still get a kick out of it. Uh, corny as they can be. Um, having rewatched some now, like, I, I, I definitely see the, see the chinks in the armor. But I still think they're fun. I still think they're interesting. I still think they did different weird stuff with them. Um, you know, the Text Chainsaw Master series, it's odd. Just because, again, like, even if you did, like, a trilogy box set of the first three, like, those three are all pretty decent. Um, and they could have done a double box set with the remake, like, the first two remakes that, uh, oh, Michael Bay did. It's just weird. It's weird that there's money to be made. And it's like there's a lack of interest. It's like, we want to make lazy money. We'll keep merchandising this stuff. But we don't want to actually put any work or time or effort into it. It's weird. It's weird, it's weird to me. Um, but, I mean, that's horror. Horror doesn't get as much respect as the other genres. And, you know, it's never had. It's, it's you know, it's, it's a, a sinful and shameful genre. Like, well... If you like horror, oh, I just can't imagine. And what kind of person are you? Well, and, you know, whatever. Like, people are silly. Um, they treat it like it's second only to porn. And it's like, real people don't die. Real people aren't killed. Like, you have to go through the... It's a catharsis. It's just kind of a rush. It's fun to see the, the special effects and the gore. And, the, you know, they're suspenseful. Like, the first Friday the 13th movie is just shy of a giallo. You know, it's just shy of a thriller. And uh, some of the slasher films are basically American Giallos, where they're kind of they're they're thrillers. It's just a, it's a shame people don't see that. And it's a shame that some of the big titles don't get the you know respect they deserve. And it stinks because again, as a fan, like I want cool versions of this stuff because I want to be able to enjoy them. Um, I want to be able to nerd out. Like, like I like to say, the Halloween set is about as best as you can hope for. Um, and well, you know, I'm sure the, the fly set looks pretty good, too. So I wish someone like a Scream Factory or someone big could get their hands on those films and just 
do one awesome release because there ain't going to be a ton of money in it but there's more money in merch and being lazy and just remarketing and reselling the same product over and over again I guess and that's kind of a drag so that's me Spooky Chris your short little podcast guy um, I will be back I'm sure I have more to ramble about but if you want to read my blogs which are long form or check out my books and stories it is SpookyChris.com I hope you return someday take care